person one loves person two guess what shenanigans ensue person one hates person two guess what still shenanigans ensue person one fake dates person two guess what you guessed it shenanigans ensue co-host one reports a co-host two the name of the show Jasmine. And I'm Jane, and welcome to Shenanigans in Sue. A podcast where, honey, I haven't been busy since 1978. <laughs> <laughs> Protect Arthur. <laughs> oh, Arthur. <laughs> and we really weren't busy because neither of us were born then. Oh, yeah. It would take another 10 years for my parents to be busy. Hacha. <laughs> Anyway, each episode will watch a rom-com and discuss its merits as a member of the rom-com genre. We'll cover well-worn classics, hidden gems, and everything in between. We'll give you our unsolicited opinion on every trope, caper, and flim-flam the film used, or maybe abused. And of course... The, the shenanigans! shenanigans! Yay! <laughs> Yay! This episode, we're celebrating Jasmine's birthday! It's my birthday! Yay! Happy birthday, Jasmine! Thank you! Yay! And, of course, <laughs> that means we are kicking off our holiday content! That's right. My birthday means it's Christmas, bitches! Just kidding. I'm just, that was a little hot, but... <laughs> I'm here for it. Okay. <laughs> Look, I mean, on my birthday, we're forced at Christmas in July. So I'm here for you <laughs> coming in hot with yours for Christmas. <laughs> and I get to choose because it's my birthday. Uh, and I chose the holiday. Oh, <laughs> Yay. Even just the way you said it evokes <laughs> the feelings that I had when I watched it. I know. Which is just comfort. It's so happy. Oh, it's so lovely. Like, it just makes me feel gushy. I just want to gush. I know, right? Don't you just get, like, a rosy glow about it? Yes. It just feels tingly and happy. It feels like being <laughs> enveloped in a warm, fluffy blanket. It is a warm, fluffy blanket. Yes. It makes me want to talk slower, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I could not sustain that. I know, but it just feels like that. Yes, mm. it does. Yeah. It feels like the perfect temperature of a warm bath or the right temperature yeah. of a beverage, like in a mug that you clutch to yourself. Yeah, that perfect apple cider. Mm, hot chocolate. Mm. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I love this. <laughs> And I really needed some comfort because we had two fails in a row yes. and the world is on fire. So yes. I could use a little warm, toasty happiness, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all could do with some more warm toastiness and a little bit of comfort. That's why we love rom-coms so much. Yes. It is why we love rom-coms so much. Now that you guys are all on the same warm, gooey page with us. Yes. <laughs> and if you really want the full experience and it's not too hot, grab something to shroud yourself in mm. and a beverage of your choice mm. and cuddle up and enjoy this episode. And we'll give you our plot synopsis. Yes. So 
In the U.S., Amanda has just dumped her boyfriend for cheating. In the U.K., Iris has just found out her ex has gotten engaged. Both are looking for an escape, so they decide to switch houses for the holidays. After meet-cutes with Graham and Miles, respectively. <laughs> and Arthur. Shenanigans, shenanigans ensue. And Arthur. And Arthur. <laughs> An extra bonus meet-cute with Arthur. Protect Arthur. Oh. Okay. General thoughts on this movie. I mean, what even can you say? I, I don't know. Delight. Right. Joy. Ease. Wit. I have such fond memories of this movie, and I'm sure many of you do as well. Mm. And because we've revisited old movies and they've let us down in the past, I'm nervous every time. <laughs> but this one is timeless. This one will never offend anyone, I think, ever. It's so delightful. And the only thing really that indicates the age of the movie is the old tech. Yeah. But other than that... A flip phone. <laughs> A Blackberry. The map. A physical map. Oh, a map. In the car. We didn't even map quest it beforehand. Like, that's how <laughs> What What else to say about this movie? The four leads are fantastic. They all have amazing chemistry. Seriously. And basically the best rom-com Jack Black ever did. Yeah. He only did what? Two? Three? A few? I I'm actually not sure. But this is certainly the best one. What's the other ones he's done? Well, I don't want Sorry, I didn't really I... put you on the spot. <laughs> no, no. No, because no. I can't think of any, so I thought maybe you knew. It's not that you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> it's the fact that I love Jack Black and I will die for him. But also, he did Shallow Hell. <laughs> oh, I never watched that movie, but don't. I've seen like excerpts and we are not going to be touching that one. No, I don't want to touch that one. I love Jack Black too much and I hate Gwyneth Paltrow too much. So I forgot that's her. It's just a double whammy that I shan't explore. We shall explore. not. <laughs> <laughs> Cover shallow hole. No, no, no. Sorry, everybody. If you were waiting for that episode, it's never coming. <laughs> I don't think I could physically watch that movie. Anyway, we said we're not going to talk about it. We're not okay, going to talk about it. I love this movie. Me we too. have Jack Black. We have Cameron Diaz. We have Kate Winslet. We have Jude Law. And our lovely Arthur is Eli Wallach, oh. R.I.P. King. King. And then for some of the side characters, we have some fun cameos. Mm -hmm. We have our queen, Catherine Hahn, making a too brief appearance. Yes, we do. Um, as one of the friends mm -hmm. and John Krasinski mm -hmm. is also in this at the same time yes exact same time so great and then Amanda's character produces trailers and one of the trailers has Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan, Lohan and James Franco in it <laughs> which trivia the director of this movie directed the parent trap as well oh. and it's a woman and so we just know that she had a relationship with Lindsay which I think is really wholesome cute that it endured I mean why wouldn't it yeah she was slayed in that movie true Lee. Well, I, I just want to jump into the tropes because there's so many and they're so delightful. Uh, such lovely tropes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So excited. <laughs> okay. Montages. So many montages. <laughs> so many montages, you guys. So many montages. I will go into them later. Okay. We have different worlds. We have friends to lovers. We have multiple meet cutes. Mm. We've got best friends. Friends all over the place. Lots of very good friends. Yes. We've got hookups turning into something more. Mm. We've got a mistaken identity. <laughs> 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 
we have <laughs> weather as a plot device. <laughs> it's magic Christmas wind, y'all. Yes. I love it. I can't. The magical Christmas wind. It makes me giddy again. Those goddamn Santa Annas. Oh, so funny. <laughs> We've got another adorable meddling dog. Love. Oh, boo-boo. We have lightly tending to someone's wounds. A Jane favorite. <laughs> and we've got a dramatic chase. Yes. An unnecessary dramatic chase. Like, truly. It was so unnecessary. The cab driver offered to finish driving her all the way in. Like, truly didn't need to do this. No. Again, in your inappropriate footwear. <laughs> And what's so funny is that, okay, Cameron Diaz has really long legs, so she's covering good ground. True. But she stops halfway to, like, catch her breath, meaning it would have been so much faster to just stay in the freaking car. Yes. She is running in snow in stilettos. Okay, can I please make an addendum and add one more possible trope? Sure. So I think we need to add the, girl, put on your correct shoes. Because that happens a lot, too. Girl, put on the proper shoes. Girl. It happened in Castle for Christmas as well. (laughs) What is with all these women wearing heels in snow? It's so dangerous. Stop. I'm looking at a broken ankle, at the very least. You bought a plane ticket for an emergency solo trip somewhere for the holidays. (laughs) Who are you wearing these heels for anyway? Why did you pack them? What are you doing? Why do you even have three bags? Irrespective of one being for books. (laughs) Even when she goes on this date with Graham later, she's in boots. She's inappropriate footwear for the snow. So we know she has them. Right? Why are you just wearing them this one time? Okay, so the conversation goes, cab driver says, I can't get down this and turn around. You say, no problem. Would you please let me change my shoes in the backseat of this car before I (laughs) trudge through the snow? And the cab driver says, yes, of course. And you leave five minutes later on your merry way. Why, why are you doing this? The benefit of shenanigans, I'm guessing. I know, I know. Anyway, let's get into those montages. Yeah. Because I know you're ready. Oh, that's what I want. I want montages. So many lovely montages. That voiceover opening montage <laughs> is gorgeous. It's so beautiful. Journeys end in lovers meeting. Yes. Oh, the Shakespeare quote narrated by Kate Winslet. Stop. Talking about the different forms of love, and we sort of are being introduced to all the characters. Right? Oh, it's just so cozy. It is. We see where everybody is in their relationships right yes. off the bat with a beautiful, easy, breezy montage. Mm-hmm. And then they drop you right into reality, and it's rough. But <laughs> I did write this down. I wasn't sure if you were going to write it down, and I'm so delighted that we put the beautiful seated at the desk trying to cry montage. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so small, and I wasn't even sure if it counted. No. Oh, it counts. But it is pretty funny. I wrote that one down too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> you see Amanda like taking a break from doing her research to see if she can cry in all sorts of different ways. And then she just gives up and she carries on. <laughs> and like what's so delightful about it is it looks like some weird, awkward, cheeky thing because her ex yelled something pretty cruel to her yeah. just as they were breaking up about her being an ice queen and not being able to cry and all this really awful stuff. So she's doing this and it's quite comical. And you find out later why. Yeah. And it's so sweet. 
The character development in this movie is actually done really well. So well. They feel like real, fully rounded people with all of their flaws and strengths. God, do they ever have flaws? Oh, and they're yes. so delightful and real and like... Yes, relatable. You root for them to get through them. Yeah. Love it. And then we've also got an Amanda being bored montage. Oh, this one is so much fun. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Cameron Diaz must have had so much fun on set with this montage. Right? Because she's in Iris's house. It's not going well. <laughs> she's once again in her pajamas. For someone who's often in stilettos, she's also seen in her pajamas a lot. <laughs> she's got two modes. She has no business casual. No. <laughs> it's all or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so she's trying to find things to do in Iris's home. And one of the things she does, which to me really indicated how bored she is, is sitting at the table with her hair flipped over in front of her face. And she's just like raking her hands through her hair. I was like, yes, girl, you are bored. Yeah. I love this too, because by the time we get to the end of it, she confesses to Graham that she's going to leave the very next day. So she literally (laughs) is planning to stay for 24 hours and then bounce. Yeah. Girl. She came all this way and she was like, nope, can't do it. Not for me. You didn't even give this a proper chance. Let it sit for a second. You know? Yeah, sit in the discomfort a little longer. I know, just for a minute. Builds character. Come on. <laughs> and then, of course. Oh, oh my God. Yes. And finally, we have. The author training. We have a training montage. Oh, it's the sweetest of training montages seriously iris is so delightful i feel like the idea that she befriends this man in the neighborhood is so freaking sweet yeah and the fact that she's like no you're not gonna look like an older man coming to accept the lifetime achievement award you're gonna look like a normal man climbing those stairs with dignity and grace i'm gonna help you get there and she really does she does it's very sweet because arthur is just not having it he says like who's gonna come up and see like an old codger like me i'm using a walker how am i gonna climb those stairs and iris promises that she'll train him and go as his date and it's a very sweet montage it's i feel like in a lot of other movies it would be very easy to do it in a way that's poking fun at Arthur. Mm. I think it's very easy for a lot of things to go in a very ageist route. Yeah. And this movie is truly the opposite. This is celebrating a lifetime Mm. of incredible experiences and knowledge. This is constantly reinforcing the fact that this older gentleman has so much still to offer. Yeah. It's just so lovely that she's genuinely there trying to make sure that he can get on that stage Yes. With all the dignity he deserves. And I think what's so nice about this as well is that this is not their first interaction. We've established a bit of a relationship and a budding friendship between the two of them. Yeah, they're so cute. Yeah, and what's really sweet is that Iris realizes how big of a deal this is Mm -hmm. and genuinely tries to help her friend. Yeah. It's such a pure act of friendship. 
Oh, it's really beautiful. I don't know, you guys. Yeah. No, I mean. It's it's so nice. We live in a world where so many things are transactional. It is what it is. And to see just a genuine display of kindness and sincerity while someone is on vacation. Yeah. It's just nice. And dealing with her own shit. Truly. Like, she's on vacation because she's running away. And in that way, they're helping each other. She doesn't have Mm. to think about this rottenness. She can think about how she's helping somebody. True. It's so nice. I want to talk about this meat cute. Yes, 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 yes. All of them, go for it. Get in there. I love meat cute. (laughs) They're so many. (laughs) I know. They all have different qualities. So the first one is actually Iris and Arthur. Ooh. I'm pretty sure. And Iris has seen Arthur about in the neighborhood with his caregiver before. It's a different day and she's driving past and she sees Arthur and she sees that he's lost. And so she stops and she asks him if she can give him a lift. He asks like, oh, why do you know where I live? And she says, yes, yes, I believe I do. And he's like, well, that's good. Well, that that makes one of us. (laughs) Delightful. And then later on, Arthur literally says the term meet cute and explains to Kate Winslet what it is. I can't. Meta, guys. Super meta. (laughs) Very. (laughs) No notes. Brilliant. And then she also says to him, well, I enjoyed our meet cute too. And it's just so sweet. Then we have raunchy and meet cute yes. between Amanda and Graham. Very spicy. Very steamy. <laughs> yes. Amanda has just had her board montage <laughs> and it's quite late at night and there's a knocking on the door. And yelling, let me in by a strange man. <laughs> yes. By a very drunken Graham who thinks he's shouting at his sister. It's very stressful. Yes. <laughs> I would have been petrified. <laughs> And he's threatening to like urinate on the stoop. It's just chaos. And Graham comes in and he's drunk. And Amanda immediately realizes he's very hot. So you see her trying to like untuck her pajamas from his slippers and do something with her hair. Very funny. Very relatable. And so it's just him being drunk, her being bored instant chemistry they kiss kind of as an experiment yep (laughs) they start making out and she's like hmm they have a whole discussion about the kiss yep just (laughs) so chaotic it is both very sexy and also extremely clinical yes (laughs) who knew that could be done i didn't And then our third meet cute is between Iris and Miles. Miles is coming off to collect some of Ethan's things. And Iris is struggling with the gate and she's like pushing all these buttons. And then she swears. <laughs> but he was charmed by it. And she comes running out and she's apologizing. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm new to the gate. And then the messy magical Christmas wind blows something in Iris's eye. Yes. So we intertwine tropes. Sorry, I got so excited. <laughs> then we have the lightly tending to someone's wounds right and i've gotten so excited and i feel like i've monologued for forever no no no, so no. you talk <laughs> these were your trope no i loved it i got so giddy when i realized they were intertwining that was all delightful and it's all so giddy three meat cutes in one movie it's so good this is such a well executed movie in so many ways yeah it's so fascinating because there are maybe four different relationships developing over the course of movie between the two romantic couples iris and arthur and i would also argue amanda and the girls yeah so we have so many relationships developing over the course of this film 
and they still managed to do it under two hours? Is that correct? Or is it just over? No, it's it's over. It is over, but it feels quick. It feels so quick. I wanted to talk about this as well. Because we have complained in the past yeah. about anything over two hours in a rom-com, but yeah. this movie feels good. It doesn't feel like it's almost two and a half hours. Wild. Which not to say is really weird. Because you know Jasmine and I love an hour 30. We do. And when anything <laughs> gets around two hours, I'm like, oh no. I get antsy. But this one was fine. Yeah, it was great. I don't know what you could really cut to get it to an hour with 30. I don't either. I do think they made a strong cut. Yeah. They utilized montage well. Uh, I love a montage. <laughs> maybe this is, maybe this isn't a trope as well. But I want to do a quick shout out to magical realism being oh, a part yeah. of this damn film. Not only are the winds involved, which mm. could be arguably a piece of magical realism, but also Amanda's got her own goddamn narrator. Like this I is a trailer for a film. She's editing. This so much. I love this. It's done in my shenanigans. Yeah. But I love this running bit. It's so clever, especially because of what Amanda's job is. So it makes sense. That's how she's viewing the world. And like, sure, we could do a regular old voiceover montage. Nah. But no, it would be that Amanda's voiceover in her brain is actually (laughs) an announcer. (laughs) The full on Amanda Woods. Yes. Wasn't expecting to find love. It's not will she ever change, but does she want to this Christmas? So good. Her narration is also dissing her, as you've just heard in the quote. I mean, some real talk with love from the imaginary announcer in her brain. (laughs) Okay, so the different worlds is really fun. Yes. Totally different lives. Big city, tiny hamlet. Big fancy house and expensive life and kind of more modest life and sweet little cottage. We've got all these little juxtapositions. I really loved the idea that Iris has submitted for this home exchange program online, whatever the website is. And you can really see her writing and editing training at work, given the way she sells Mm, this cottage. I was crying. (laughs) She painted a picture. The picture was overrated. You felt that a whole experience. And she was a little bit lying, but she painted (laughs) one gorgeous picture. Stunning. (laughs) Yeah. Great detail. What I also enjoyed about the different worlds is it's kind of a montage when we see them going back and forth of how they're having very different experiences when they arrive at the respective places. Oh, right. Iris is so delighted running from room to room. And I was watching this and I was like, wow, Kate Winslet, good for you because you're used to living in the lap of luxury. But I believe you've genuinely never experienced anything like this before in your life. Just the pure delight. The acting. Wow. What a novelty. (laughs) So she's having the best time and Amanda is struggling with the snow, with bumping her head, coming down the staircase. She's not having a great go of it. So that was also funny to see. And that the weather's different. Very... LA Christmas. <laughs> Don't knock a summer Christmas until you try it. I grew up with them. I'm over it. Oh. Not a proper okay, not I, a proper summer. It wasn't summer, but I grew up in Arizona. It's always summer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much love. <laughs> 
Well, I don't live there anymore, so. (laughs) Okay, I mean, I could talk about more of the tropes, but I'm still ready to move on to the shenanigans. I know, right? I do want to. Yeah, no, we talked about the dramatic chase. Girl, put on your proper shoes. (laughs) Put on your proper shoes. So that's a new trope. I'm adding it because it's a subgenre under the primary subsection A of girl, put on your shoes. (laughs) Subsection. (laughs) Which in and of itself is a trope that we have coined ourselves. Yeah. You know, in that case, let's do it. Let's move on to the shenanigans. Yeah. Shenanigans. There's so many. So many. And they're so fun. Because it's going to talk about just how clever the movie is. The one I want to hit is when Iris finds out about her ex getting engaged. Yeah. And we see her keeping it together on the train ride, walking down the street. And then we don't see Iris having the breakdown. We just see exterior of the cottage and we just hear her bursting into tears. Yeah. And... Then we're cutting back to Cameron Diaz looking up the place. She's just read, as Jasmine said, this beautiful description by Iris. We cut to real-time exterior and we hear Iris continuing to cry. I just thought that was so clever. I was like, I saw what you did there and I appreciated it. That whole build-up in the office is so well done. The amount of information we get in what? six minutes yeah incredible Mm -hmm. and we also get her best friend dynamic with the office situation first off that whole thing opened and my first thought was no girl never an office romance (laughs) did you learn nothing from bridget jones (sighs) i know and so i was already very upset for her i can't remember the order it went but she is really upset because she's finally seen jasper the jackass across the room it makes her upset and she's like i think i'm gonna cry and then cue best friend (laughs) The best friend says, no, 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 you're not. It's just the smoke from my cigarette. (laughs) Right, we could still smoke indoors. This actor, like, was in for a day and she killed. Truly. She also has excellent lines where she's like, God, I never realized how pathetic you are. And Iris is like, oh, you haven't? Painfully aware. She is, I mean this with love, I don't have a better word for this, but she's just tragic yeah she's stuck everything about the way she holds herself the way she chooses to conduct things and solve problems like everything is so tragic and i want her to save herself from the very beginning they do such a good job yeah they really do making you want her to win it's such a satisfying (laughs) character arc and they also set it up in a way where it's yes you are frustrated and you want her to win and succeed But you can also kind of see how she got to that point. Mm -hmm. She's trapped with this guy in the office every day. She's just like stuck. And he doesn't help anything by keeping her on his string. I can't. He will not let her go. Let her go. I know that this is a thing that happens. I have friends who this happens to. And I still genuinely cannot relate. I will be there for them Mm. and I will be as supportive as humanly possible. But I don't understand how you can watch somebody be with other people and clearly not want to be with you and still just sit unrequited and not even attempt to date other people or move on with your life. Do you know what it is? It's those love kernels. (laughs) 
no, love kernels aren't going to actually feed me. That's not enough. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I can't relate. But that's how. That's how. I know. I know. Anyway, we won't get into it. I know. <laughs> There's that weird part in me. I'm like, this isn't even my friend. And I'm like, I will fight for you. Who am I fighting? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to talk about because all of it is just great. (laughs) I had to stop myself from typing more shenanigans because I I was like, I'm just going to be typing forever. Okay, so I do have a shenanigan that I love. Hit me. I love that we build up over the course of the movie this idea that Graham is taking many phone calls from many women with many different names that Amanda keeps seeing on his phone. Yes. Those women, his two very young daughters and probably grandma, (laughs) honestly, like that's probably the third one. (laughs) Sophie and Olivia. Yeah. Well played by those two young actors as well. Delightful. So good. They're just so charming and adorable. That scene, the fighting about, she has more marshmallows than I do. (laughs) And Graham being like, no, no, no. You both have five. And you can hear off camera the little one counting. I missed that. five. (gasps) This is the first time I've noticed it. That's so cute. I love that detail. That's so cute. (laughs) They're adorable. so cute and have individual personalities sometimes if they're siblings they can be either overtly stereotypical of that sort of kid or just blend together as kids correct in general and you can really see their personalities really well done by these two child actors and they have a few sweet moments where they're reaching out to Cameron Diaz's character in like those little kid ways where they don't realize they're making an emotional position they're just being quite honest about like please have a sleepover please hang out please stay here forever like (laughs) that kind of thing and a lot of times it comes out really saccharine because the kids over push Mm. but these kids were just so delightful yeah the only beef that i have with this is when they diss their aunt (laughs) like (laughs) we don't have girls who are grown-ups come over i'm like excuse me (laughs) they seem to have a good relationship with their aunt or Okay, I'll fix it. Maybe they just go over to her for a change of scenery and she doesn't come to them. Also, to be fair, both of the women are workaholics. That's also true. From one workaholic to another. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean that as shade if it came out like that. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not, it's not. While we were with the girls, something that I wanted to draw attention to is when Amanda arrives at the door and Graham's kind of like has it partway open and Amanda's come with like a romantic gesture. She's basically come to tell him that we can take the leap. I was silly. Yeah. And we just hear a voice from one of the girls off camera and Amanda's immediately, are you not alone? Are you with someone? And when the girls pop out and they're like, daddy, who is this? <laughs> and then Amanda says, oh, daddy. And <laughs> Graham says, yes, I am daddy. <laughs> The internet now would have had a field day with this. They truly would have. Are you kidding me? The amount of you can be my daddies there would have been out there in the universe is... The amount of TikToks, (laughs) the amount of fan edits that would have happened with this. Let's pray that Gen Z never finds this film. (laughs) I really 
do love his character arc as well. Yeah. They give you the impression at the very beginning that he's some weird partier. Yeah. Honestly, they set it up in such a way where you're like, is this guy an alcoholic? Is mm. he going to break her heart? Mm-hmm. And you find out when he said he's been crashing at his sister's house way too often these days, it's because his wife died yeah. two years ago and he's still coping. Yeah. Jeez Louise, way to make me feel judgmental. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they set him up to be like a bit of a fuckboy. Yes. Right at the top with that opening montage when she's like, and sometimes we can find love again, even if it's only for a night. And we see Graham locking eyes with like a girl at the bar. Yeah. But no, he's grieving. Yep. And trying to figure out how to be a single dad. Honestly, fair. Yeah. Like again, all these characters being pretty messy and just working through what they're working through. (laughs) Unapologetically imperfect. Yeah. And I mean, that's a huge part of Iris and Miles bond they are going through something extremely similar and are trying to find their way back to themselves and you see this is the thing about when you're caught up in something the other can see so clearly what's messed up yes about the other one's situation but they can't and when the inappropriate partners have bum rushed themselves <laughs> back into their lives in shitty ways sorry bum rushed is so visceral but that's what it is <laughs> no it's right it's so correct it's like aggressive yes (gasps) and so they just like get in there and like sink their hooks back in and both of them just acquiesce to the damn siren song it's just so annoying I got so mad I wrote down in here Jack Black no finish your sushi (laughs) you stay at this restaurant bad Jack Black stay eat your fish I can't I was so irritated (laughs) (laughs) but that he picked up immediately that Iris's ex was the same, quote, friend who sent her pages to read. Yes. He picked up on that immediately. He people, read her for Phil. Oh, yeah. Mm. So both of these people are very emotionally intelligent. And that's their fatal flaw when it comes to themselves. Like, it so often works like that. It really, truly does. So uh. we've been with some Graham and Amanda shenanigans for a bit. I'm fully prepared to go back. But shall we switch a bit and talk about some of the Miles and Iris stuff? Oh, yeah. Since we're there, let's hit Miles and Iris shenanigans. Yeah. Okay. I am also going to include Arthur in this uh, because Arthur. I love that Hanukkah party. Yes, that was so much fun <laughs> and it's so random. The idea that Iris has nowhere to be anyhow and Arthur can come through uh, and then also just randomly invite his buds from the neighborhood. <laughs> introduce it to some people. Delightful. Oh, so fun. I like to think that Iris got in the car and they like went and picked everybody up. Oh, yay. <laughs> like carpooled back. I just really love the dynamic between all of them. It's very wholesome. What I missed actually with the tropes was with Iris and Miles, we get a slow burn. Such a good slow burn. It's a very satisfying slow burn. Because when they meet, they instantly really like each other. Like there's a sense of connection camaraderie. But Mm -hmm. there's nothing sexual underneath it, especially with the juxtaposition of Amanda and Graham, which is just like hot and heavy from the beginning. I do feel like it was a little sexual because I feel like Jack Black's confidence and charisma are just (laughs) so intense. I was like, ooh, okay, but that's me. (laughs) Come and get hot. Yes. (laughs) 
What I was going to add to that is that despite that it's not so overt, is that there are a lot of moments where you do feel that fissure of the slow burn where after that dinner party when he leaves then he kisses on the cheek and she returns the kiss and then they carry on talking and then he kisses again and he holds it for longer and then what I love because it's Jack Black he says I'm sorry for kissing you twice and I'm sorry for lingering long on the second kiss <laughs> <laughs> and it's so awkward but also so delightful and then he also has accidental boob graze with her <laughs> the sushi restaurant yes so that's what I'm saying. It it doesn't come out of nowhere. It doesn't feel weird because it's building slowly, slowly, and slowly. And like also what's so interesting is that with the cheek kisses, with the grays, nobody is being overtly sexually aggressive. No. He is very much in a committed relationship. He is monogamous and he's not doing anything untoward, no. which is not the case in so many movies. Yeah. When one of the romantic people is in a relationship, it's always got that weird, are they cheating feeling in a lot of yes. them. Yes. And this one doesn't have that. This one is very delineated. We're friends having some food. Yeah. I'm helping because I love this writer and I want to write his music. Like, it's just very natural between the two of them. And so when it does finally happen, you're like, yes, opportunity meets preparation. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it kind of embodies what Jack Black looked like when he did that fist pump after they kissed. Yes, that's how it felt. Mm. Was that what you were going for? Yes. Because it worked. Where he was giddy at the end. He's like, mm, yeah, yeah, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, they're so much fun. And the genuine friendship that they have which is what I really liked about watching the two of them together Mm -hmm. when Miles is sharing with Iris the song that he played for Arthur Mm. and then it shifts and he's like this is for you I wrote you one too oh yeah and it's so touching it's so beautiful and then he kind of like breaks that tension by starting to sing a silly song that he makes up. A scooby dooby dooby ba da da di da Yeah. Like a true doo doo Yeah, that's what it was. A true doo doo and a boo doo doo and a dee dee And a screw doo Oh, we both did screw Ooh, look at us. That was such a funny one. So I thought that was really lovely. And it takes a lot of skill to navigate a scene like that. Mm-hmm. This scene, which R.I.P. DVD stores. Right. <laughs> that was like a blockbuster. <laughs> the big ones here were Mr. Video and V's Video. Ah. That scene is so funny. <laughs> They're trying to figure out what movies to watch or to get more movies on Arthur's list. And Miles is singing different scores from the movie. <laughs> Right. culminating in him being like are you embarrassed by this game we are playing <laughs> so good he's like Jaws two notes bum bum yeah. brilliance <laughs> I loved the driving Miss Daisy because really? you literally like did that at the end of I think maybe our first episode <laughs> You literally did the Jack Black and that part of the movie happened and I was crying. (laughs) That's such a funny callback. (laughs) There's also a Dustin Hoffman cameo in this movie. I don't remember. After Jack Black does a bit of the graduate and you you blink and you miss it and you just hear him muttering like, I can't go anywhere. (gasps) I didn't even notice. So then I went and looked 
gets even wilder when they were shooting on location so dustin hoffman and nancy myers the director are friends and their daughters are best friends and so he was having lunch next door and he popped over to where they were shooting to like say hi and they were watching the scene unfold and they didn't give him costume makeup anything he just impromptu jumped into the scene that's so amazing right delightful so much fun <gasps> tinseltown y'all there is a little <laughs> bit of magic there i was quite delighted when i read that oh absolutely this is a very specific shenanigan that i loved which is when <laughs> Graham calls his sister Iris. Oh my goodness. I love this so much. And then much. she gets a three-way call and Amanda's called Iris. And then she flips back over to Graham and then she flips back over to Amanda and then she flips back and she's like, I can't believe you slept with the woman I switched houses with. And it's actually Amanda. <laughs> this back and forth three-way call where it's she susses so this good. out just because the two of them are being so damn awkward. And obvious. <laughs> they keep asking about each it's other. so good. <laughs> what I loved about this, Irish mistakes Amanda and she's like, oh, sorry, hold please. And so she switches and she's like, I can't believe you had sex with Amanda. And she goes on a much longer tirade. And Amanda's like, still me. <laughs> so they do it twice. I really wasn't expecting the twice. That was a good breakup of the expected. Yeah. Very fun. Oh, God. It's so embarrassing. And also, slay girl, you got to yell at your brother for being such an idiot. Yes. Should not have done that. What are you doing? Don't do that. Messy. Messy. <laughs> Just happened to work out well. but I mean, says who, though? Because this long distance thing oh, is going to be true. a problem. It worked out <laughs> until the end of the movie. At least New Year's Eve. We suspend our disbelief. Because yowza. I know, right? I have like a really sad sneaking suspicion that that whole conversation that she has during the fake breakup where she's like, and then we'll go back and forth and kind of decide that this isn't going to work anymore and then we won't talk again is like actually the reality. It's just that they're choosing to do that together because it's better than not seeing each other again. Maybe they could make it. I want them to. They shoot movies Uh, in London. I just want one of them to move. They can do it. It's fine. We believe in you. Miles and Iris will probably have an easier time because their jobs are more transferable and neither of them have kids. Yeah, Miles can just move. He can write his little songs from an electric keyboard anywhere. Yeah, sorted. Okay, <laughs> one, one, one sorted. Yeah, that, that one's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought about that one a lot. <laughs> I also love, there's so many Arthur real talk moments. And can I just say, Arthur in his meta moments, (laughs) he has another one where he says something like, oh, I just read all the new releases in the theaters. It's four in one weekend. We used to have four in one whole month. This many films, none of this is conducive to great work. It's too many. Mm. And he like really goes in about the writer situation at that time period. Yeah. Having the numbers on the news, like we're pulling the Powerball ticket numbers. And this is in the early 2000s. And the writers are doing the most to explain that the conditions are not great. And then we just are coming out of the writer's strike. I just wanted to take a minute to do a shout out, pay the writers, pay the actors, pay the people. Yes. that actually do the creative process for the love of everything <laughs> please and it's so interesting because this movie came out in 2006 and so the last oh yeah big writer's strike was 2008 wasn't it 2007 
leading into 2008. Yeah. Yeah. So it's right about to happen. Pay your artists. Guys, just pay people what they are due. I loved that. Again, more meta moments. (laughs) Arthur. What a real one. (laughs) The realist. (laughs) Even with his speech, when he makes his way up the stairs and everyone's applauding and standing, the crowd is so much bigger than he was expecting. You can see it on his face. I'm not crying. Yes. And he (laughs) says, like, thank you, everyone. I'm so surprised that I could make it up those stairs. Hacha! Zoom in on his two older friends as well, laughing. (laughs) I was so moved. He expects there to be, what, six people there? Seven schmucks. Seven schmucks is correct. (laughs) His word. And it's an entirely sold out auditorium, screaming and cheering for his life achievements. Mm. God. If you don't cry during that part, yeah. you're having a worse time of it than Amanda. <laughs> I texted Jazz like, I'm not crying, you cry. And I texted back, you're right, I am. <laughs> I know. But I was crying too. I know. In case there was any doubt. <laughs> Amanda's breakup with Ethan at the top of the movie, which is actually George from (laughs) 27 Dresses. I was like, oh, hi. You again. (laughs) She's like throwing stuff at him, chasing him up and down his pajamas. And the whole time she's just getting him to confess that he's sleeping with his secretary. He says some really mean things to her about Mm -hmm. like you breaking up with your boyfriend and you can't even cry. And he's eventually standing outside in his pajamas. And Amanda's like, Ethan, it's over. Just please tell me. Did you sleep with her? And he just cut to the gardener, minding his own business, growing the leaves. And he just like looks at Ethan and just shakes his head. Yes. And then Ethan confesses that, yes, he has been sleeping with her. And then she comes down and punches him in the face Mm -hmm. twice. Knockout. After all of the things he said, he deserved it. Yeah, 100%. I know that some people will always say violence isn't the answer. And I'm here to say sometimes it is. (laughs) I'm thrilled that she did it because he said some nasty, heinous things. And if more people occasionally got a non-life-threatening smack to the face, there would be less idiots saying shitty things in the world. I I believe this. I like that she punched him twice. And he's like, you've got to be kidding me. And then she punched him again. The second one was unnecessary, but for really heinous shit, I think that it's warranted. Goodness. (laughs) Oh, and we've spoken about Amanda trying to cry at her desk while booking this vacation. I loved that. And she tries to cry a couple more times in the movie and so the payoff is really sweet when she finally cries in the back of the cab after right. saying goodbye to Graham. And then she's so happy and excited that she's crying. Yes. And Graham says that he's a massive weeper and she doesn't really believe him. And when she gets back to Iris's house and Graham's still there, he's like red, wiping the tears. So it's like, he is, he <laughs> is a weeper. That was really cute. I like that. Also, since we were talking about the breakups, the official breakup that Iris has with Jasper Ooh. is a thing of absolute beauty. Yes. Juicy, satisfying, sit in your power oh, joy. Queen. Oh, I was giddy for her. I was like, you tell him, you tell him. I was already furious that she was giving him another shot. I was furious that he would stoop so low as mm. to come and bother her on her vacation. On her holiday. Trying to get away from him. Yes. After 
after she's indicated multiple times, like, respect my boundary with she this. She already said, I need to get over you. Yes. So what are you doing? Let me fall out of love with you. That's what she said. And my guy, you are still engaged. Correct. You flew nine hours. Period. To bother this woman during the holiday season because you got worried you were gonna lose your backup so messed up unacceptable and when he confesses that he didn't actually break his engagement yeah. to be there it just snaps her out of it this time that she spent away gave her perspective mm-hmm. and she finally realizes she's no longer in love with him and she has gumption I love this she's walking to the door with conviction tells him to get the hell out of the house and he says in the grossest way possible oh dear what on earth has gotten into you iris darling what's gotten into you Ugh, gross and then she says i do believe it's gumption and then slams the door in his face yeah gumption (laughs) yeah i said it with her i haven't watched this movie in so long it came back all in that moment i was like it's gumption So satisfying. <laughs> She's got gumption. Do slam. Delightful. Satisfying. Oh, everything. So satisfying. Pop off, girl. Yes, girl. Do the damn thing. <laughs> I really like that it's slowly, slowly building. Yep. I was just cheering her for every small little win. It was so good. And so that it was so satisfying to see the big win. The amount of effort he went through yeah. so that he could keep her as a backup Ugh. is psychotic. So awful. Ugh. Do we have any other fun shenanigans? Look, there's so many. I could talk about this movie forever, but I think we're going to have to draw a line somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> accurate. So with that said, it's time for Fun Fab Fail. Fun Fab Fail. She's a fab. She is. She's a fab. She is a fab. Not a lot of fun so far this season. We are going hot and cold this season. <laughs> Much like global warming, nothing is temperate anymore. Oh. <laughs> I stand by it. No, no, it's, it's accurate. It just deflated me like a balloon because it's so true. I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying to deflate you. We're building up. We're fab. We're fab. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but I was just like, yep. So, yeah, it's a total fab movie. We're having fun. We're filled with ooey gooeys. It's maybe not the world's most clever script, but she is a beautifully executed timeline. Yeah. It's good. It's all good. I think what's so great about this movie is the true attention to detail Mm -hmm. in the different departments. We've touched on it lightly, but the score of this music is Stunning. Mm. Amanda going on this rant about like, oh, you know, I think I need to get away or read a book or something. Or whatever it is people do. Yes. <laughs> then we cut to her on the plane and she has a stack of like 10 books next to her, which of course she never gets to. Too many books. So it's just these very small little details that bring the movie together in a way that's so cohesively delightful. I know. And then the chemistry between the leads when we finally see the four of them together. Oh my God. I said to Jazz, I would watch a rom-com with any combination of these four people. They have so much chemistry. 100%. Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet have more chemistry together off screen when they're having that exchange of an I am <laughs> yeah. than some of the leads we've seen in other movies. That's a fact. <laughs> and it's so fun to think of in a perfect scenario, these two end up as sister-in-laws Yeah. by this happen chance thing because they were both going through it. Like what a delightful story. Oh, yeah. 
I'm fuzzy again. Are you fuzzy? I feel buzzy. Me too. I'm fuzzy. <laughs> all warm in my heart. I know. Women helping women, even though they're not in the same place as each other. Absolutely. Uh, if you haven't watched it, run. Don't walk. <laughs> and if you have, you know what we're talking about. And watch it again. <laughs> yes, for the holidays. And my birthday. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely hitting this again in December because... It was it was really good. It really was. It was everything I needed. Well, so with that, that leads us to our favorite section. Give, give me, me the, the cheese, please. please. Uh, Yay! Please. All right, you ready for this? Uh huh. Three, Three two, two, one. Spinach pizza pie. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I like that that's the vibes. We're both like, ah. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes we're like cackling. <laughs> this is just like, cool. Mm. Ah. Yes, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think I went first last time. We're doing it. We're remembering. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sort of. So I did baked brie. Mm. Yeah. I don't have a clever explanation for my cheese choice this week. This truly is just a vibe check. Hmm. Now, if you know anything about me, brie is not my favorite cheese because there's so many flavorful, exciting, pungent, interesting, decadent cheeses out there. And brie is just a good old-fashioned staple cheese. It's always good. It's reliable. It is extremely reliable. It's just a cheese that I don't think is great if Hmm. that makes sense you know yeah they're more exciting choices correct and i tend to go for the more exciting choices and so much like this movie i don't necessarily think about it all the time when i think about rom-coms but if you go to like a holiday party and they've taken the phyllo dough and they've wrapped up that brie Mm. they've put that in the oven they put some jammy deliciousness on top and you're gonna spread it on a piece of warm crusty bread so good this is ooey gooey warming satisfying something that fills you up and you forgot how good this is yeah so for me that's why this movie just is a warm gooey happy baked brie oh i love that still feel warm and fuzzy right Mine is very similar. Very similar. I also love that we both have pastry involved. Yeah. (laughs) There's something about this movie that invokes like buttery pastry as well. Yes. Like being wrapped up. I don't know. So mine is spinach and feta pie. Mm. And for South Africans, I'm thinking specifically of the one you get at Woolies. It's this beautiful puff pastry, perfectly made with a much thicker sauce than sometimes you get with a spinach and feta pie like they're very generous with the sauce and it's just so comforting Mm -hmm. biting into that it's just like warms your heart immediately you have the saltiness of the feta that's being neutralized a little bit by the spinach Mm -hmm. and to me just evokes feeling of this movie you know you have the flakiness of the pastry the sharp crunch there is a lot of wit in this movie (laughs) yeah but when you get right down to it it's just soft and warm and gooey and makes you feel wonderful ah it's just lovely it is and this movie is lovely yes it is well everybody with our warm and gooey happy feelings. Yes. There you have it. It feels so cozy. That was our discussion of 
the holiday. Let us know your thoughts on the movie, any shenanigans we may have missed, or what warm and gooey cheese you think it is. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at shenaniganssuepod, or you can email us at shenaniganssuepod at gmail.com. We hope you'll join us next time, and until then, you're, you're supposed to be the leading lady in, in your, your own, own life, for God's sake. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Relegate yourself to the best friend. She's not the leading lady for so long. Or even worse, like an extra. Oh god, that filled me with dread. Oh, I'm sorry. No, just the idea that some people do live like that. They do. Go be your leading lady. Run!